0: Welcome, it's Phil Debella here with Flashcast by PDB and again I'm joined by the wonderful Jana Debella, mindset coach extraordinaire, janadabella.com, doing wonderful things in organizations. Today, as always asked, I want to talk about culture. To me, let's go from the start. Organizational culture is a system of shared assumptions, values, beliefs that govern how people behave in organizations. These shared values have a strong influence on people And organizations, and they also dictate how they address, act, and perform in their jobs. However, to me, culture is not a set of statements on a wall, culture is exactly a byproduct of what your customers will say about the people about the way your company presents and how it interacts and ultimately executes what it does. Culture is not a set of statements on a wall, I repeat. Culture is how it makes other people feel about the values and beliefs that your organization and its people has. Jana, tell me, culture to you means what? Oh
1: culture to me is very much about the values that people share so a you get grab a collective group of people and the shared values that they hold becomes representative of how that business acts with their customer how that business feels about their customer and the value that that business creates for their customer.
0: Totally agree. And um, you'll see that word keep coming up about customer because one thing that we all share is that without a customer, you don't have a business, you know, and, uh, you know, as we all go around, you know, current employee engagement um, surveys and all the rest of it, there's one correlation is that there's actually an epidemic and an emergency happening around the world when it comes to employees and people talk about, you know, employees not being engaged and, How do we get them engaged and what do we do and what don't we do? And and my simple um, answer to that, as simple as it can be, because it's not a simple thing, is get them emotionally engaged in what the organisation believes and sees. What does it feel? Um, What does an organization really stand for to me if you want to have exceptional culture within your organization within your people it really is about the belief system and the values of what the organization stands for and then that cascades down to its people and if you're obviously hiring the right people you're putting the right people on the right seats of the bus it comes down to how their values and beliefs interact with the values and beliefs of the organization jana what do you think you've you've um, got always some awesome stuff happening around values
1: I think it very much starts with the leadership in the organisation. The the culture starts within the leadership group and then cascades down and then the group that it cascades down to create that culture in a very uh, alive way and then it cascades back up again. I think to create culture, you, you first have to start with the leadership and you have to create followers and the... I think that the four ways to create followers is to create trust, inspiration, credibility and hope. If your leaders can engender those four qualities within your team and across the organization, then it's e- that then creating culture becomes a lot more tangible and e- an easier thing to execute.
0: Yeah, some really good sound advice and four-step plan there. To me, successful culture has three key features. It has solidarity, so we are all in this together. It has energy, which is the essence of an organization's soul and their vibe. And it has autonomy. It gives people more freedom. And that's something that uh, really doesn't exist in a lot of organizations. So solidarity, energy, and autonomy. You know, to me, people stay in a workplace because of friendships and mates and often leave because of conflict and managers. So when you um, are able to apply solidarity, energy and autonomy, you will automatically normally get people staying in a workplace because of friendships and mateship that they create rather than the conflict and managers. And the conflict and managers normally comes down from people pushing down things to people rather than using, you know, um, a collaboration to seek results and seek strategy and seek, um, um, you know, I- engagement in what needs to happen. You know, to me, culture relies on building communities, uh, which is done by building conversations. And um, the building of communities is really around conversations. And as you guys would have heard me say and will hear me say, the common denominator of failure is poor communication. So if you really want to build communities, you need to be prepared to build conversations and conversations are around two-way streets not one-way streets as my father always used to say you can't travel down a one-way street and accept someone to turn around and come back because it doesn't happen so to me great culture promotes engagement it promotes high levels of productivity innovation and profitability Jana great culture what does it do what have you seen with the companies that you work with and you work with some great companies what happens when companies have great culture
1: I think culture starts with engagement. So the greater levels of engagement you have, there is proven results and lots of research around this area that the greater your engagement, the, it is, has a direct impact to your bottom line. And you know we spend so many, so many hours at work with the people that we work with, often more so than the people we work that we live with. So you know, if we can create that engagement with the people we work with, then naturally the bottom line improves.
0: Fantastic. And again, you hear that stuff around engagement. It's all around people, engagement. That's something that's going to keep happening. Now, in closing, very simple. We need to make workplace cultures fit for purpose. We need it to make fulfilling employees and organization. We need fit for purpose. Remember that the one set of rules, the one set of engagement strategies, um, what you've done previously, won't always work for anybody else. It's all about making sure that you design what you need for the purpose that you need it. It is all about fit for purpose. It's all about making sure that you identify what your organization stands for, what it seeks to achieve, and then what it looks like. What do you want people to say about you? What is it that people are going to say about your culture, your people, about your beliefs, about your values? You know, this whole concept of culture is a byproduct of getting things right. Let me re-say that. It is a byproduct of getting things right. People lead with culture. To me, culture is a byproduct. So making sure that you have a very clear vision of who and where you want to be, making sure that you employ the right people to achieve it, make sure that you care about the people that you have and understand that without people, you can't get what it is that you want to be guys, go out there and create amazing organisations, make sure that you care about your people, make sure that you involve your people in what it is that they're doing and have the right people on the right seats of the bus with the right belief system and value system. Jana, closing comments?
1: Closing comments is that at Debella we worked hard to really create engagement and camaraderie amongst our team so that together we could achieve what we needed to every day people would show up to work knowing why they were showing up and then achieving as a result of that
0: yeah very sound advice so you've been listening to philip and jana de flashcast by pdb be the best you can be until next time thank you and go and kick some serious butt